What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel. Take a fly. Ship me trace it out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. Last week, we talked about free agent running backs. This week, we're going to talk about free agent wide receivers. It's not a sexy bunch, but you still need to know, so we're going to tell you. And <laughs> you, you heard a laugh there. That's that's my co-host, Tom Tuttle. He is here with me. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing good. It's been super busy the last week, but I'm ready to go. Let's do it. You shouldn't have been super busy. <laughs> Wisconsin was shut down for the last four days. How could you be busy? Because uh, I have to tend to my fingertips, which got frostbitten. Oh, well. It's horrible. It's a good thing you don't need the fingertips to do a podcast. <laughs> uh, All right. Enough of that. We've got some interesting news. I'm going to jump right in because we've got some uh, Super Bowl players that have been making some interesting news. And to top that list is Jared Goff. He promised his teammate, Andrew Whitworth's son, to buy him a shark if the Rams win the Super Bowl. That better be a really cheap shark. (laughs) I I can't imagine sharks are cheap. Like, how do you? I hope it's a baby shark oh sorry no i know some of you out there will understand that reference not everybody but tom and i (laughs) since we have little ones in the house (laughs) oh boy yeah so yeah i mean i've heard the term jumping the shark before but i didn't know buying a shark was going to become a thing but hey if uh if you can get away with it why not (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be a pretty big aquarium, I guess. <laughs> Either that, it's one of them. I don't know if they have miniature sharks out there, little tiny ones, but I don't know. I don't know how you buy a shark. Yeah. This is crazy. I'm not sure, but I'm going to leave that one to Jared Goff because, <laughs> unfortunately, I made a prediction on the uh, last episode of Average Joe Show that I did. Uh, my co-host, Corey, he put me on the spot and asked me to pick who the Super Bowl winner was going to be. and. I went with the Patriots. Unfortunately, yeah. I just can't go against them right now, even though uh, I just read a stat today that I may have heard somewhere before, but it just caught my eye. And the stat is the Patriots have scored three points total in the first quarters of their eight Super Bowls with Belichick and Brady. Really? Three points total in the first quarters. And that those three points wow. came against the Eagles last year. So apparently they're just scouting during the first quarter, and then That's they decide to play the game. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it works for the most part. I mean, yeah. they've won. They've won most of their Super Bowls that they've been in. Unfortunately, they've been in so many Super Bowls that it's just it gets it gets boring to watch them every single year. But wow, that's kind of interesting that they haven't scored in the first quarter yeah. of all them years, except for this last year, like you said. That's so. Weird. Uh, Keep a lookout for that this year and yeah. <laughs> uh, see what happens. I mean, if they start scoring, maybe that's going to have the opposite effect on them. They'll get a big yeah. head and be like, oh, no. And then maybe they can pull an Atlanta Falcons against the <laughs> New England Patriots. But Oh, that would be great. I digress. Uh, a player 
says he'd like to play for the Rams if it doesn't work out with his current team. Well, duh. I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't want to uh, play for a team that reached for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh, that player is Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't work out with the Buccaneers, I'll just go play for the Rams. I'm sure they've got room for me. You know, <laughs> I'm sure they want me. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I'm Deshaun Jackson, so. Yeah, I, it's, I know... <laughs> Deshaun Jackson's got some swagger to him, but I don't know that he's going to slide right into the Rams <laughs> in case it doesn't work out. I mean, he's a fine receiver, but I mean, do they really want him? Do they? What's he going to ask for? Like, is he? He's not even a free agent, is he? No, he's not. It's, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, Deshaun. Maybe he's um, preparing to be released at some point in the yeah, offseason because he's probably making more money than he's actually worth right now. Exactly. Yep. All right. Uh, another interesting stat I found. Uh, this season was the first time since the inception of the 16-game schedule that no team finished with an 8-8 eight and eight record. Yeah, that seems really weird. It seems like every single year there's an 8-8 eight and eight team, and they're all, it, what has been until this year? Yes, until this so year. It's, it's really, that's really strange. I mean, I suppose it has to happen sooner or later, but yeah, that's really interesting that it's I mean, you figured somebody would go in so a lot of these eight and eight teams make the playoffs to just barely squeak in yeah nine and seven was this yeah. year so yeah well, no eight and eight teams nobody was perfectly average you're either bad or you're good I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <something> like that <laughs> yes. okay yeah uh speaking of good uh, another weird story uh this is this is how you get ahead in life <laughs> new Ravens general manager, Eric DaCosta, he started at the ground floor with the Ravens. Uh, he took then-coach Ted Marchabrota's card for an oil change. Marchabrota would give him $100 and tell him to keep the change. So, DaCosta found a place that did oil changes for nine ninety nine. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty I mean, that's good great. tip. <laughs> yeah, that's an awesome tip. But it's crazy how far that. Like, that's just... That doesn't happen. It no. just doesn't happen, does it? I mean, that's that's nuts. It is nuts. Uh, it's so there are stories out there. I mean, we've heard about the the Kurt Warner stories of bagging groceries and then yeah. getting picked up by a team. And what was it Donald Driver was doing something similar and then got picked up by the Packers. So, hey, uh, uh, little peon it's- for the Ravens can work his way up to GM. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it, like I say, though, it seems different though because. These guys that are playing football, you can obviously tell they have talent. You've seen them play somewhere before, but a GM, like you have, you literally don't know that this guy's going to be a good GM. It just takes a long time, and that's exactly what happened with him. Yeah, it's very true. And speaking of taking a long time, there's probably going to be a lot of different lunch meetings and a lot of different uh, conversations before anything happens with Mr. Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> but. To Tom's mm, happiness, maybe a little bit. Looks like Jamal Adams has started early, and he had lunch with Le'Veon during the Pro Bowl. So yeah, lock it in. It's begun. I still think he's going to Miami, but <laughs> Jamal Adams is yeah. doing what he can. It looks like more and more that he does want to go to Miami, but that's, I mean, 
you had you had lunch with Jamal Adams. I mean, that's the best safety in the business right there. The Pro Bowl right. co MVP. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> you gotta lock that in. Le'Veon Bell going to New York Jets. Mm-hmm. We will see. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking wide receivers and tight ends today. Since mm-hmm. tight end is a very, very short list. Of free agents this yes. coming. Well, it's not a short list of free agents. I can't say that. But the list of free agents that are worthy, right? not yes. very long. So we're only going to talk about a few of them. And we'll start it right off by talking about a guy who was a touchdown machine just a short couple years ago. Yeah. Tyler Eifert, I thought was going to be at least serviceable this year. Mm-hmm. But he got hurt again. So... What do we expect out of Tyler Eifert? Well, I'm not going to lock him anywhere because, <laughs> I mean, there's really the, – the, we got four guys listed that are decent. And out of all four of the guys we have, he is – they're all competitive for the number one spot of all these four guys. <laughs> That's what's the problem is, is they're not like standout guys. Right. And Eifert – is somebody that if he can go back to a couple of years ago like he was, he's definitely the number one guy here because the other guys we got aren't number ones except for, well, one has been for a long time, but we can talk about him next yep, if you want we'll to. Get but there. Yeah. Well, I see Tyler Eifert, mm-hmm. the best possible place he could land is if Rob Gronkowski retires. And he goes to New England. Yeah, I mean that's that's the safe for any one of these guys. To be honest, because I mean the way the way they've played this year, the Patriots, they haven't really used Gronk all that much. So it seems like maybe they are kind of shying away from the tight end position or just Gronk in general. I don't know what one we're talking about here, but I would say either one of these guys, Eifert, definitely makes sense there. It seems like he's the one of he's probably the best talent most talented guy on this list that we have but i don't know it's it's definitely interesting i can't imagine the patriots need anything else but here we are of course they don't <laughs> need anything they always find it somewhere yeah. stuck to a bottom of a shoe or something yeah. that's how they but, work yeah exactly mm-hmm. but uh i think he would be good there only because they know how to keep a rotation going. So he wouldn't be necessarily right, counted right. on to be out there like Gronk used to be. Yeah. And I think that's what's kind of happened to Gronk too. He's kind of just fallen off because he's been used so much and he's gotten hurt so much. And I think that's part of it. I yep. don't know though. That, that could be a huge part of it. We will yeah. see if he decides to hang it up in the off season. And of course I did read, Earlier today, somebody asked him, oh, is he considering retirement? And his uh, <laughs> his response was, maybe, or yes, yes, no, maybe so. I, he was just <laughs> messing with him, of course, gave him yeah. nothing to work with, which is the Patriot way. So, Of course, that's how they all work over there. All right, uh, moving on. Jared Cook is also a free agent yeah. tight end. Who, Surprising. He probably had the best season out of yeah. any of the free agent tight ends, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's going to want to stay in Oakland. There's there's not a whole no. lot of reason to stay in Oakland the upcoming year, and he's probably only going to get a one or two year deal wherever he goes. Yeah, I mean he's good to a certain extent. I mean this was definitely one of his best years he's ever had, but you got to also look at 
what the team around him is. And the Raiders are just – so somebody's got to catch the ball. Somebody's got to make a play, and it just happened to be Jared Cook this year. That's, that's For me, that's basically all they had this year. Yep. I, he had, was very streaky too, but it seems like yeah. almost everybody in Oakland was streaky. And Jared Cook, he – this is probably one of his better years. Uh, he's had really good games here and there when his hands decided to, you know, work <laughs> for him that yeah. day. Uh, I don't really see a great landing spot for him. Well, I, I think there is a great landing spot for him, but I don't know if the Cowboys are willing to pay for a tight end. They've got so many mediocre, yeah. below-average tight ends, and then Blake Jarwin has the ridiculous Week 17 last year that didn't mean <laughs> yeah. anything to anybody. Right. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Jared Cook is is an odd one. Yeah, it is, and I wouldn't put it past. That's that's a tough one, but I, I could see Cincinnati kind of getting them for a stop back if they don't get Eifert back. Just to kind of see if we can you know, hold that position down for a couple of years until they can draft a guy. Because let's face it, none of these guys on here are are the guys of the future. They're just guys for like a okay, we need somebody for right now. Let's pick them up. Yeah, pretty much. And speaking of for right now, <laughs> there is no better for right now than yeah. Antonio Gates. And <laughs> of course, I can't see him being anywhere else other than a charger right but yeah. it seems like he wants to play so if the chargers don't bring him back which they finally got hunter henry off of the injured reserve at the end mm-hmm. of the year we don't know what we're going to get out of hunter henry so should they bring antonio gates back again uh, should they yes will they <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Gates is looking for either. So, like, if he's looking that he wants to start and be somebody big for a team, then I don't know if he wants to go back to San Diego. Or bleh. <laughs> let me start that one over. I don't want to. He doesn't want to go back to the Chargers. I'm just. I'm not going to say the the city names anymore. Yep. But uh, he doesn't. I don't know if he wants to because Hunter Henry is the going to be the guy there. At least they want him to be the guy. But if I was the Chargers, I would. Consider having Gates back because you need somebody just in case Hunter Henry is not going to stay healthy the rest for the whole year, <laughs> for his whole career maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, we got one more tight end on this list, and uh, mm-hmm. he was very controversial. What uh, season and a half ago or so? Right, and he had that uh, quote unquote dropped ball <laughs> that nobody <laughs> knew if it actually was a completion or not against the Patriots and that lost in the game. That's Jesse James. Yeah. He again, kind of streaky, but he's shown some flashes. I think, you know, he's young enough. He could be uh, a definite good number two tight end on a team that uses two tight ends. So yeah, yeah. where, where could he go? Uh, where could he go? Um, if he's going to be a number two, I think, Green Bay, maybe. Um, it, it's kind of hard to see because, I mean, he's had Roethlisberger this whole time, and they throw the ball so much that it seems like he's getting more looks than what he might on a different team. So I don't know how much I put stock into Jesse James unless he's better than what I've seen. I don't really know because I don't pay 
a ton of attention to the Steelers, and I haven't paid a ton of attention to Jesse James either. But I, I would say somebody that throws the ball enough to where it makes it viable, but Green Bay is just tied in. I don't know. Maybe New Orleans. I could see that too. Well, Green Bay is losing their backup tight ends. Lance Kendricks right. and Mercedes exactly. Lewis uh, are free agents in some regard. I don't know if they're restricted or completely uh, uh, free agents, but they do not have anything besides Jimmy Graham really on their roster right, right now. So that would make sense if they wanted to bring in a number two to bring in somebody like Jesse James, although we've been fooled too many times <laughs> with the Green Bay Packers and tight ends. So yeah, exactly. Oh, they 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 got the answer this year. They got him. Okay, Jimmy Graham's gonna be number number four, number three guy over there. It's gonna be great and and it, it just wasn't. It we, just wasn't that good. We wanted it so much. I uh, yeah. am such a huge fan of Jimmy Graham. I picked of him course. up the year he went off with Drew Brees. I right. got him so cheap in an auction draft and I was just like I, I that was the one guy I was like, I am getting him. I know I'm not gonna have to pay a ton for him in an auction draft, but I will pay for him. And I was <laughs> so proud of that pick yeah. that year that I've been just such a fan of Jimmy Graham ever since then and I would like to see him succeed again, but I just don't know that he's got it left in him. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe that's why they get somebody like Jesse James, just to see if, you know, maybe some competition for that number one spot. That's Who knows? very possible. All right. Well, that's all we got for tight ends. Like we said, it was not a very long <laughs> list yeah. at all. So, we figured we'd lump that in with the wide receivers and this isn't mm -hmm. a very sexy list either like i no. said at the beginning there's a few guys on here that i'm very very curious to see how they'll do in the next season but there's right. not yeah. there's only a couple of people that could be considered a number one right and like we did last week with the running backs we'll go through try and do it really quick to see which teams <laughs> actually need a wide receiver Mm -hmm. And I've got them separated. I've got more than two yeses that <laughs> for wide receivers uh, than I did uh, running backs. So first we'll start off with the nose. I know mm -hmm. Houston is not going to try and land a right. wide receiver. They have plenty no. on their roster. They just need to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Chargers, uh, I don't think, are going to try and land a wide receiver. They have no. some decent ones. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, obviously. So probably nothing there. Yep. I don't see Kansas City going after anything. Nope. Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, even though we both dislike Sammy Watkins. Uh, they are losing Chris Conley, who is on our list and we'll talk mm -hmm. about. But I don't think they're going to try and sign a guy. They they should be focusing on defense. Yes, <laughs> that's all they should be focusing on, to be <laughs> honest. Uh, the Eagles, I don't believe, are going to try and lay in a wide receiver. We still have a good core. Uh, I mean, there's some guys that I wouldn't mind, but we still have Aguilar for a year. We still got Alshon. Uh, it, it's a good year to, to go get somebody in the draft. It's not a good year to, to take a risk on a three or four wide receiver. It's just not. Just try and find something, and if you strike gold or strike oil, yes. then so be it. Yep, exactly. Um New York Giants, I would doubt, yeah. do anything unless uh -huh. they trade Odell Beckham, which is always <laughs> going to be a rumor from here on out, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Vikings obviously do not need no. a wide receiver. The Detroit Lions 
Probably won't. Maybe they'll try and sign Golden Tate back. Who knows? Maybe he wants to go back there, but I don't yeah. see them actively going after one of these guys. I'd, I'd almost put them in as a maybe, but I can see why they don't need to. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, we talked about Green Bay a little bit last week. I know you said they need better wide receivers, but I don't know that they're going to actively go out and get one i don't think they will because they want to trust in the young guys but i think if i was the green bay packers i would go after somebody that can give me at least a number two production because they already have a number one so and he's a great number one he's one of the best if not the best right now right. in the nfl but you need something that can at least give you some kind of steady something that's good enough so you can get these young guys into the three row and they can actually get better and improve. But when you shove them in as a number two, it makes it the stress and the pressure so much harder. So I think that, I think that's just part of it, but they probably won't because they want to improve their young guys. They got a lot of them. So I could see that. And with the Packers too, it could have been a very difficult time last year getting into a rhythm with Aaron Rodgers because he was hurt for the first how many yeah. weeks? And I don't think he was practicing very much. So you can't build a rapport with somebody if they're not on the you know practice field with them. That's true. That's true. You're right. uh, we'll move to Atlanta. Obviously, they do not need yeah. a wide receiver. No. Uh, Seahawks, I don't see them landing anybody. They've got a couple of good ones. Yeah. Uh, Arizona just re-signed Larry Fitzgerald. They have Christian Kirk. So I don't <laughs> know that they're really actively yeah. going to find somebody because I don't know that they're going to be a contender again next year. So, yeah. 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 And obviously the Rams do not no, need any no. wide receiver. <laughs> no. Uh, we'll move to some maybes. The Patriots, who knows what they're going to need. I mean, Josh Gordon's probably not going to be back there. I don't yeah. think. Chris Hogan is a free agent, so you know yep. they have Edelman. Philip Dorsett is a free agent, so they don't have a whole lot coming back next year for wide receivers. Yeah, but I've seen it so many times that they just rely on Tom Brady to be Tom Brady. <laughs> yep. And like I said, plenty of times he dumps it off a lot. So the chances of they that they need a guy to be able to catch these balls that are thrown terribly. It's not, you, you need somebody that just can catch when it's hit you right in the hands because that's what Tom Brady does. So I don't see them doing it, but I could see them maybe picking up just a, a nobody because they do it so many times They get a nobody and the nobody turns out to be somebody. So that's just the, the Patriot way, I guess. Yep. Pretty I hate much. saying it, but I hate saying it, but it's true. It's true. Uh, another team in the AFC East, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. yeah. were very underwhelming last year. Kenny still yep. started off pretty hot. They still have Devontae Parker. Yeah, and they need a couple guys, I think. Honestly, do, I would, but I would almost what? put them in there. <laughs> out, out of the guys that are listed, there's only a couple that I would even consider to go there because otherwise you're just back in the same, right. the same boat like you were last year. But maybe they – I don't know, maybe they just – go for the draft i don't know and what player is going to want to go to miami right now with the way well, you've been handling their coaching this, and everything this goes i think this is the uh the answer for both the dolphins and the next team we're going to talk about the jets 
because if Le'Veon Bell goes to either one of them teams, you might be able to get a wide receiver to say, "All right, I can do that because uh, it's it's something I can see success happening here now that there's a bigger name here that I we can work with." Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that happens, but that's just the only way I could see that a bigger name, and there's really not that many of them go there. Right. Same with the Jets, which yep. we're going yep. to right now. Saying, like you said, the Jets are on the maybe list. Uh, they've got yep. some decent wide receivers. I believe Robbie Anderson is a restricted free agent, and I fully yeah. in, expect them to bring him back. They have so, to. They have yeah. to. But, I mean, because Anunwa just signed. He's he's good. Uh, he needs to stay healthy. That's yes. key. Um, other than that, there's not a lot there, but them two guys are pretty solid for the most part. I would love to see us get somebody on this list. So yeah, I would we'll, like to we'll get there. I'd like to see it in a yes, but yeah, we'll see. Another maybe, uh pretty much the entire AFC North. We have Cincinnati, Pittsburgh and Cleveland here in the maybes. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati only because AJ Green has not been yeah. healthy. Tyler right. Boyd ended the season uh, not healthy and Pittsburgh, obviously, if they get rid of Antonio Brown, they'll be in the market right. for a wide receiver. Uh, obviously, yes. Yep. And Cleveland, I just don't know. They've got a couple of young guys that were free agents, but nothing really. Obviously, they have Jarvis Landry and Antonio Callaway, but is that enough? I think it's enough for them right now. I don't think they're looking to go out and get somebody in the free agency like they've done in the past. They're probably just trying to get somebody in the in the draft. Cincinnati, though, I think what they need is just to experiment with a new quarterback. I mean, D- Dalton is a very mediocre quarterback, and they just they need to get somebody else. That's all. In Pittsburgh, I'm going to say no, they're not going to do that because even if Antonio Brown goes somewhere else, I can't imagine that they see Juju. I don't. He's good enough to carry the load for now until somebody else can step up and be well, the number two. And we both like James Washington coming out of the draft. Oh, exactly. So exactly. if he can yep. step up and be a number two, they'll be fine. And I think he can. I think with that offense, with the, the way they pass the ball all the time, they're going to be practicing so much just throwing the ball to that guy. Oh, He's yeah. got plenty of talent. So Another team on, on this list of maybes is the Jacksonville Jaguars because what are they going to do with – quarterbacks and wide receivers it seems like their entire plan has backfired <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know what to think about the jaguars i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be straight up the jaguars are just they're just almost like an shambles team right now yeah. like they were they were so good last year and then this year they just completely stunk in every single facet of the game yes so and that it, it, yes they need a wide receiver but they also need they need everything, everything else. Yeah. They need everything else. So I don't know what they're going to do. So we'll see. All right. Uh, another team on the maybe list is the Chicago Bears. Uh, mm. I don't know that they need something, but, you know, Allen Robinson, maybe another year after being healed up and stuff, will be a little more explosive. Uh, obviously, their running back situation is fine for now. Trey mm-hmm. Burton wasn't setting the world on fire. So no. it seems like they could use some other kind of a playmaker. Uh, so we'll try and could. fit one of these guys in that list. I think they could, but I, I, I almost think they 
draft somebody because I think they like um, Anthony Miller is somebody they definitely like, although he did have some a little bit of injury problems this year. But uh, we'll see. That's tough. All right. Next team on this list is an interesting one because (laughs) they tried to fill the void and everybody Mm -hmm. they tried filling the void with just wasn't good enough. (laughs) And we're talking about the New Orleans Saints. (laughs) They got a guy towards the middle of the end of the year, Keith Kirkwood. He had some moments, but hes I don't think he's a number two. I think he's more closer to a number three. So they need a number two. They need a number two. I don't think they need another wide receiver because they're good enough to obviously make the playoffs without one. But of course they, they, they absolutely have to, it's not a need, but they have to, because if they really want to win the Super Bowl, they can't win without a number two wide receiver. So I'm going to have to give them somebody on this list. I'm going to lock one in, but I don't know who yet. We'll find out later. (laughs) So you're not saying that they need to pay off the referees more than another team to be able to make the Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, no comment. All right. We'll move on from that. <laughs> okay. Another maybe is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I don't mm-hmm. think they necessarily need to, but one of the guys that we had talked about in a previous right. episode, mm-hmm. Adam Humphreys, is a free agent, and he seemed to yep. be a fairly integral part of that offense this last season. He definitely was. He was definitely one of the surprises of the year for me. And when I saw that he was actually starting to produce, I, I snagged him up really quickly, and I and he was great for the rest of the year. Um, really depends on what going on with Deshaun Jackson. If he stays, they probably won't sign Humphreys back, and they might just go in a different direction. I don't know if they and they still have Chris Godwin too. So yeah, that's true. That you're right on that. So I'm gonna say maybe a no on that one. Okay. And the last one we have on the maybe list is the San Francisco 49ers, who they're in shambles, too. Everybody was getting yeah. hurt. They don't know mm. <laughs> what's going on. Dante Pettis actually looked really good at times, but that's about it. Marquise Goodwin cannot stay on the field. I love the guy, but he just yeah. he's not reliable. Honestly, I think what San Francisco needs is – they need Garoppolo to stay healthy the whole year so they can see what they actually have yes. for the for that offense. Otherwise, they're not going to ever know, and they're just going to be a repeating cycle constantly. And we're going to be like, what, what's San Francisco need? They need everything. They need this and this and this and this. But we have to see what Garoppolo can give them. So he needs to stay healthy. That's number one for the San Francisco 49ers. Yep, definitely. And on to our yes list. The first yes is the Oakland Raiders, just like last week on a running back. <laughs> they need everything. I mean, yeah, they do. Uh, they don't have anything. They have nothing. They, Zero. We talked about Jared Cook. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. They traded Amari Cooper last year. Jordy mm-hmm. Nelson is obviously in his twilight years. and mm-hmm. I don't know if he was for sure going to retire after this season or what the yeah. deal was, but they need a lot of help. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's really all you have to say. Yeah, There's really nothing else to it. say about the Raiders. Uh, another one I put on the S list was the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, Other than Amari do. Cooper in, like, what, four yeah. games? They had yeah. nothing from their wide mm-hmm. receivers. A little bit from Michael Gallup. He is one bright spot in yeah, the offense. It's, that's something they can rely on going forward. But, I mean, they're losing uh, – What's the other guy that they're that they're not having? Cole Beasley. Oh, Cole Beasley. That's it. So 
Uh, yeah, they're losing him. Obviously, they don't have Des Bryant anymore. I don't know what they're going to do at wide receiver. Maybe they go out and pick one of these guys up. If they do, it better be somebody legit. Otherwise, it's just going to be shambles again. Yep. A team that I would definitely like to see sign one of these guys is the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Like I'd mentioned in a previous episode, uh, Josh Allen five-minute video of nothing but wide receiver (laughs) drops means... They need wide receivers. So I have I have a theory about I'm going to lock somebody in with Ooh, the right. Buffalo Bills, but I I can't do it yet because we got to go through the list. Okay, all right, another team that maybe doesn't necessarily need wide receivers, but because their quarterback play has been so bad. Right. The Tennessee Titans don't know what their offense really exactly even the is. point. That's exactly that's almost the same point as the Garoppolo point. Yep. They need somebody to stay healthy and be consistent. Otherwise they're really not gonna know what they have. And I I, I that's I think I'm not gonna put them in the yes. I'm gonna put them in the maybes because we have okay. to know what the quarterback can do. Sure. Uh, another yes, and this is purely because I yeah. think a mm-hmm. lot of the the guys are free agents. They were one-year rental guys. The Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts, obviously, T.Y. Hilton is a great wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But past that, there was like a few games from Chester Rogers. There was a couple of games from Dontrell Inman. Uh, what was the guy that you had in the flag league? Uh, Pascal. Uh, yeah. He had a couple of games in the middle of the season. Like, yeah. But they don't have anybody that they can rely on as a decent number two. Yeah, it's a bunch of uh, who? this guy okay yeah i think they have probably the best chance of getting whoever they want on this list and they could if if they're smart they could go out and get a couple of these guys because i think that if they do that the players are going to say yes absolutely we have to go here because indianapolis is a good team and we're a really really good quarterback so yeah i think that they have a really good shot at getting not just one but two of these guys okay uh, next on the yes list is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. sure what is going to happen on that offense. John Brown is a free agent, so he yeah. may not be back. And their wide receivers, you know, Willie Sneed. Yeah. is just uh, – and mm-hmm. Crabtree is mm-hmm. just not a dynamic guy on that team anymore. No, there's not. And Lamar Jackson needs some help. He does, and but I think what's going to happen is they need to they need to sign somebody to give Lamar Jackson a little bit more confidence. But I don't think it's going to be anybody special. And I think the reason for that is they're going to have to draft some guys because I mean their draft picks are not relatively low because they were in the playoffs. But they definitely have to do something to address the wide receiver spot because Jackson can't just run the ball every single time, but he's going to, if they don't get any help. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) Uh, Another team on the S list, the Denver Broncos. I know it may not Mm -hmm. seem like it. They still have Emmanuel Sanders at this point. Yeah. And they drafted Cortland Sutton, who he's fine. He's He's, fine. He's He's just not a number two. Right. They need a number two. Um, and there's plenty of guys on here that I can see fitting in that offense, and we can get to that in a little bit. Yep. Uh, two more teams left, the Washington Redskins and the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Washington is going to be in need of some lots of help because at this point they've already came out and said, we are expecting to go into next season 
without Alex Smith. So this yeah. is going to be a team in desperate need of <laughs> anything. Yeah, that, that's pretty much where they're at. I mean, they need, like you said, they need everything. Because, I mean, the running back seems like they're going to have something there with guys. But I, other than that, wide receivers, just that team, with Alex Smith, they're decent. But without him, it's just not good. I mean, Alex Smith is a game manager, and they need guys to be able to catch the ball if they don't have him. And Jameson Crowder is a free agent, so they're losing one of the guys that could have been an outlet, you know, for an Alex Smith type quarterback. And the last team I mentioned was the Carolina Panthers. They're losing Devin Funches. Yeah, they really don't have a whole lot. Their rookie last (laughs) year was good at times, DJ Moore, but I don't know that he can be a number one on that offense and. People are starting to wonder about Cam Newton, too. Yeah, well, the way into the year, it wasn't all that great. But I can tell you something. Uh, if they don't address the wide receiver position, I will guarantee you it's going to be a lot more, a lot more of a certain running back that I've been talking about <laughs> for the entire season. Because I'm tired of it. hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> Okay, so that's our list of no's, maybe's, and yeses. So let's move on, see if we can find some homes for these guys. The first guy okay. I got on my list was hurt a lot of the year, mm-hmm. but when he is healthy, he's a very good part of the offense. Mm-hmm. That's Randall Cobb. Yeah, he's a number two on a team that needs a number two. But if you already have something that can kind of fill that gap, he's not – Really, I mean, he's a good, really great number three. He's more like I could see him being a slot guy, but I, I'm have to be a fit for him. I'm kind of thinking like the Titans. I don't know. This seems kind of right. Yeah, I. I mean, they don't have. Oh, Go ahead. Man, I I don't <laughs> know. I I see him probably going where the money takes him only because of his injury history and somebody's going to shell out any sort of contract. He's probably going to jump on it. Uh, he He's had success in Green Bay, but it's just not – I don't think it's in the cards for him to play too much longer because he just can't stay healthy. So yeah. who's going to shell been... out the money for him? Probably the Raiders. <laughs> That's true. Get get Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb right back together, and it'll there be all go. good. We'll, we'll be just like Brett or Brett Favre. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will be back there and throwing the ball. It doesn't matter who it is. There you go. That's crazy. All right. Next on the list is a guy who, mm-hmm. again, had some decent games last year, but was in the wrong situation. Yeah. And that was Dante Moncrief. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him go back to Indianapolis. I doubt it. It makes happens. sense. It, it makes would. sense. But yeah, it's not going to happen though because I don't. They, there's other guys out there that I can see Indianapolis getting, and I don't think they want to go with a Moncrief type of player. I think they want to go with. Well, we'll get to it, but um, I think Moncrief. I could see somebody like him, depending on how the team addresses the rest of their needs. I could see him going to a Buffalo Bills type of team, just not as a stud, but as the guy that can help you out through in sticky situations, because that's basically what he is. He's not a stud, but he is definitely a good number two. 
Yeah, no, I I would like that. I definitely want to see Josh Allen get somebody to throw to there. Exactly. But I yeah. don't know how many of these guys are going to want to sign up to go and, to Buffalo yet. And that's that's the problem we're going to find with a lot of these teams that aren't that good. You, these guys aren't, unless you can see there's some improvement in the team, they're not going to want to go to a team like that. But I, I'm just trying to think of what makes sense for, for these teams yes, because these no, teams, they got to address something somewhere. And if they don't have the money like the Jets do, then they're in bad shape. Next on the list is a flyer that Tom and I yeah. drafted <laughs> in a dynasty league just because it was the end of the draft and we figured, hey, why not give them a shot? Well, it didn't mm. work out, and that may <laughs> just have been because the offense was so terrible. They didn't even know how to use him. Right, but right. Tavon Austin, given mm. the right situation, could be a good player. I don't know about fantasy player. <laughs> but he well, could if, help out a team. If he's doing like punts and kicks returns, and he could do have some kind of yes, fantasy definitely. if you're in a league like that. But, I mean, he's just one of these guys. It's more like a trick play type of guy. Somebody that does a reverse. Somebody that it's it's really hard to see him being successful, and especially when half the year you're declared as a running back, and half the year you're <laughs> right. declared as it just makes it really confusing. I'm not sure anybody's really going to have any interest in him except for on special teams. Yep, probably. Although special teams was an issue for the Bears a little bit, so maybe yeah. he fits in there. Actually, kind of fits. It kind of fits there. I, I, you know what? We're gonna do our first lock in. <laughs> Tavon Austin going to the Chicago Bears. Lock that in. There you go. Uh, next on the list is no question the best on this list. Mm-hmm. And that's Golden Tate. We've talked yeah. about him a little bit. Definitely don't see him coming back to Philly. Unfortunately, as much yeah. as I have loved Golden Tate over the years, I doubt we can afford him. Who can afford him? Well, obviously the Jets can afford him. And if the Jets can go get Le'Veon, they better go get Golden Tate. Because, <laughs> I mean, you ha- if you're going to do that, you better make a splash and make it big. But Golden Tate is definitely the guy that you want on your team if you're looking for a wide receiver. And, this is one of them guys that I think could make a, a splash in Indy just because they already have Hilton, and I think Tate fits perfectly with a, a luck type of quarterback because they just it's just going to click if he goes there. Uh, that was the one team I was staring exactly. at the whole time. I would mm-hmm. love to see that. I think Andrew Luck would love to see oh, yeah. Golden Tate on that team. He's got his deep threat in yep. T.Y. He'd have his hands guy in golden tate and if eric ebron can stay healthy there's your red zone target so that is a perfect fit now whether or not they go out and spend the money we will see Mm -hmm. but that's what i'm rooting for yeah i'm not gonna lock that in because i can't i want him to go (laughs) to the jets if if we get Larry on bell i can't lock it in it's all sentimental from here on out right yep uh, next is Ryan Grant, who we both had a little yeah. crush on a couple of years back. He seemed like he might have been a good fit in Indy, but it didn't really work out. So he's yeah. just going to have to take what he can get. I only have him on this list because Tom and I both have a tiny bit of an affinity for Ryan Grant. So <laughs> He's probably going back to the Redskins. That's just, just lock that in. Back to the Redskins. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, now we got John Brown, who yep. was such a 
good fantasy pick for mm. where you could get him, probably picking him up off a of free agency. Uh, I know our buddy right. Tom was all about John Brown and <laughs> or yeah, and <laughs> I was about John Brown. I had him in uh, a salary cap league and he did me great. And then he kind of fell off again when Mr. Lamar Jackson came into the fold. So mm. yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't really know where. He's going to go somewhere because he's got enough talent. He's got enough uh, speed and whatnot. I can't put my finger on where he's going to go, but if I had to take a guess, I could see like a Denver Broncos or something like that. Yeah, um, I could see him going to possibly Dallas. Yeah, that makes sense too. I don't um, know. <laughs> it, it's it's really hard to put somebody like him in on any team because he's just one of these guys that honestly can do well for any team on this list. The, the problem is that he's not a one type of player that you just have to have. So I think that's where we're having troubles placing him. Yep, the next guy, Adam Humphreys. That's the one yes, is that it. we are most interested, I think, in finding out mm-hmm. where he could go because he – he feels like maybe a little bit bigger, more of a red zone threat, but kind of a Wes Welker type player. That's the, that's the feeling I get from him. And I, I'm, I, I love Adam Humphreys, and I think, honestly, this is, this is a little bit of a risk to say this, but I think I'm going to lock him in with the Baltimore Ravens because they need somebody that can be sure-handed, and I honestly think that that's something that fits for them because – if they don't get somebody, they're not going to have a good chance of making the playoffs again because you can't say the Steelers are going to absolutely be garbage next year. You can't say that unless they consistently start to be garbage every single year, and I think that the Baltimore Ravens make sense for Adam Humphreys. I like it. I don't necessarily like it for a fantasy outlook. Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate if that happens, which because (laughs) the way Jackson plays the game is not going to allow Humphreys to get fantasy points, but Humphreys on the the Ravens would almost be like a one (laughs) to a certain extent because they don't have much else unless they address it in in the draft or other, other ways. But I do like Humphreys and I think he's definitely improved since when he was drafted. And I think that he's something that I, I need to have on my fantasy team unless he does go to somebody like the Ravens because it's it really does hurt his value. I mean, he was a three on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he was still very fantasy productive. What would you think if, say, Golden Tate didn't sign in Indianapolis and Adam Humphreys did? See, now I said that they would take two players, but, huh. but this is one of them guys that could definitely fit in there. I can't lock that in. Because I already locked him in with the Ravens, and I'm not changing it. But it makes sense. It does. There's a, there's a lot of guys on this list that could make sense for the for the Colts because if they already have Golden Tate, uh, another guy to be the third guy there is it could be any of these guys because they're all decent enough to be a three. Yep. Uh, now we got a pair of Patriot 
free agents, Chris Hogan and Philip Dorsett, who, mm-hmm. of course, we can't know anything about what they're yeah, actually th- capable of when you're in a New England offense. Yeah, these these are guys that are just basically flyers. I mean, yeah. you just kind of throw it up in the air and see what you got because there's there's literally nothing you can really know about these guys right now because it's the Patriots one. If they were successful, which Hogan obviously wasn't all that successful. If they were, all oh, probably Tom Brady. But if they're not successful, it's like, oh, well, they didn't have a need for him in that offense because it's Tom Brady. So we just don't really know what to do when, when you have guys like this. So I'm, I'm not going to put them anywhere. There's really no point in trying to foresee it. They're going to go somewhere. I think Hogan's got enough talent. I just don't know if He's, <laughs> we don't know anything about him. Yep. So we have to find out. Next up, Devin Funches, who yeah, is this... an enigma. Yeah, he's teetering on a one, but he's not really a one type of wide receiver. I think he's a number two, but he's close to being good enough to be a number one. I don't think it, the problem is, is a lot of people don't see him as a number one. I'm probably one of the only people that do, but. I could see him being somebody that goes to the Jets. And I don't really want him, to be honest. <laughs> but I, I, I don't because at this point he'd be a two or a three. Uh, it, it, we just don't need another one of them guys. If we're going to pick somebody up, it needs to be somebody that can really, really help our offense and help Darnold. But I could see that. and it, I don't want to lock him in, but it, it almost makes the most sense for the Jets. I think the Jets are going to do it. That's some, somebody, like, somebody like Funchess is what we're going to do. I think he's going to go and help out a different rookie quarterback okay. in Buffalo. Okay, that makes sense, too. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's very possible. And like I said, they need somebody that can catch the ball. It's if, if your hands don't fall apart, when you catch the ball, when you touch the ball from a rocket ship coming out of his arm, then maybe you can be good on that team. And I think he definitely has the ability to do that. You said if your hands don't fall apart. So right. you've led into our next free agent wide receiver, <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin. Oh, that could have not have fit perfectly. That is awesome. Uh, I, does anybody I'm, even take a chance on him? No. It, it, only if they're in dire situations. They have to be absolutely desperate. He'll and this is one of these guys. Yes, yes, he will. But if I'm any team, I don't care how bad you are. You don't need somebody like this on your team. It's just so. What you're saying is lock him into the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yep, lock that in, Oakland Raiders. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Next is a guy I liked this year, and he had a couple of good games, mm-hmm. uh, but it was on an offense that had way bigger talent than him, and that's Chris right. Conley. Yep. I hope he finds a decent landing spot because I think he can be a decent number three, maybe a guy that you play during the bye weeks that might actually, you know, surprise you. If the Redskins are going to pick up a wide receiver, this is this is the kind of receiver I think they pick up. Um just because he he does give you something, but I don't think the Redskins are going to do be much successful with him just because, well, one, Alex Smith, and two, Alex Smith. So I think that's really all I have to say. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Yeah. But I think that he's an interesting guy, and I think that's somebody there that they'd probably look at. I mean, could, you know, he could go to the Panthers as well. That's another one that i just seeing now that makes kind of sense there too. 
Well, you started with the Redskins, so mm-hmm. we'll keep going there and talk about their wide receiver, the losing and Jameson right. Crowder. The guy, yep. he was all gangbusters oh, three, <sighs> four-ish years ago. And right. He was dr- rising up draft boards. Oh, this mm-hmm. guy's going to be a PPR monster. And, well, it hasn't completely, happened. Completely fell off the map, in my view. I I barely even think of Crowder anymore. Yeah. It's just like it, at first it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the next whatever. He's going to be up on the draft boards every year. But it just didn't seem like anything ever clicked with him it just completely fell. I, I like i said i and I'm, I'm sure he goes somewhere but it's not going to be anywhere special he's not that special of a wide receiver at this point unless he can get a quarterback who is special then i think he could have some kind of uh what's the word for it uh click with i'm not that's not the word but uh, some <laughs> kind of enough. some kind of correlate some kind of a correlation rapport. with the wide receiver with the <laughs> yes that's it rapport <laughs> We're going with that. There Some kind go. of rapport with a quarterback that is a really good quarterback. So I could see that, but I can't see him being much of a help to any other team. All right. We've got three guys left. We'll go over quickly. The first one you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas Cowboys are losing Cole Beasley. Yep. Who is – I don't I know think, what to think of him. I think he's a better receiver than most people give him credit for. I – I honestly think he is more like a younger type of Jordy Nelson, maybe not as talented as he was back then, but he's more, he just kind of has that ability to be a number one, but I don't think the Cowboys knew how to use him. (laughs) It's really tough to see it because he's every time I see him, I'm thinking, and I might be biased because I, I I've draft, I've not drafted him. (laughs) I've had him on my team a few times, but He's just he's got something that other wide receivers just don't have, and I think that, and it's almost a maturity level as well. I think he's got that, sure. and that goes well with him too. Yep, I think he's just going to go where he's wanted. Yeah, and that's that's it. He's going somewhere. He's good enough. He's definitely a a good number two on any team. He's not a number one by any stretch of the imagination, but he's gonna he's that's another one that could be Carolina. Could be. <sighs> Could be Buffalo if they pick if they want to get a couple guys they could yeah. do that there too. Uh, or if your lock to the Ravens doesn't go there, that's true. That's true. I can see him fit in there fairly well. That makes too. sense too. Yep. All right, a guy that had some decent games, Tyrell Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Rivers may miss him. I don't know that they're going to try and bring him back. He's a decent deep threat. But yeah. after that, it's, I mean, so who needs a deep threat? Everybody wants a deep threat, but who actually needs one? Um, Oakland. <laughs> um, uh, the Cowboys don't really need one. Buffalo needs one, kind of. Uh, Tennessee, eh. yeah. uh, Indy, not really. Actually, they don't at all. Um, Baltimore, they need a lot, though. I mean, there's there's not really a spot that I can think of for him, but he is definitely somebody that can be useful on a team. Maybe somebody like in our maybes list. Ooh, you know what? You know what? The New Orleans Saints. Hmm. A uh, younger, fresher version of Ted Ginn. Yes, exactly the exactly the point. And I think they need somebody because they haven't found somebody to fill a role right true. and be successful. There you go. I like it. 
We got one left. We got to talk about him. Yeah. We talked about him a lot before the season started <laughs> last year. A lot of people did, yes. And that is Mr. Des Bryant. Mm-hmm. He is a conundrum. We'll see what happens to him coming off the injury, but he's he's got to sign somewhere immediately if he's going to be healthy. He cannot do this game of <laughs> cat and mouse anymore. It is it is unsuccessful. He proves that this last year yep. by getting getting on a team and just completely going blah. And then was it his? It was a Achilles, right? I think that's what it was. Yes, I believe and so. so. I mean, he's he, he got to go somewhere, and he's got to. I don't know where he's going to go. I'll be honest, but he's definitely. The, if it's not for Golden Tate, he's the most talented on this list, except for the fact that we don't know what he's going to do coming off of his injury, and he's. He's just a polarizing player. You just—I don't know how much you really want him on your team at this point. And is a contender going to want to take a shot at him? I know that's what New Orleans was trying to do this year, and I think it may have worked. But of course, the injury completely squashed right. all of that. Maybe it's somebody who is one step away from being a contender that's willing to make that risk, because. If that works out, they could really be a contender and be in a playoff hunt. But I don't know what team is willing to take that risk. Uh, it, it depends on what Des Bryant is asking to. And he's just ridiculous when it comes to stuff like this. So yes. <laughs> it's going to be, if it's not going to be another saga, he'll sign somewhere immediately and we won't have to talk about it. But, but I kind of, <laughs> it's going to be Des Bryant once again. Yep. I have a feeling he will. He will be making headlines here and yeah, there of during the off season, <laughs> and we'll get a tweet and something will sound yeah. stupid, and we're like, "Oh God, now mm-hmm. what is he trying to do?" But <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna try and pick a place for him. I think he's going to have to take what he can get because it's not gonna mm-hmm. be uh, the teams aren't gonna be knocking down his door to try and get his. You know, services. So. I think proof proof is in the pudding. Last year, nobody was knocking down his door either, especially when he even got offered some from some some teams, and he's just like, yes. nah, never mind. Yep. Well, that's going to wrap it up for our tight ends and wide receivers. So, uh, yeah, there's, like I said before, it wasn't a sexy bunch. But <laughs> we tried our best. <laughs> we tried. And, and some of these guys will be very polarizing. Uh, right. Obviously, keep your eye on Indianapolis. I think that's right. the premier landing spot for a couple of these guys. Absolutely. And then I think Buffalo is a good spot that would help Josh Allen become a better quarterback. Right, whether or not they want to go to Buffalo, I mean, who wants to play in the freezing, cold, yeah. freezing cold temperatures on a team that's not that good? Eh, it's kind of hard. Yeah. To, it's kind of hard to yep. do that. We will see, but that's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, we will see you again next week. If you want to catch us online, we're on Twitter at Fantasy Fuel, Facebook dot com slash Fantasy Fuel. And you can email us at fantasyfuelpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, we have our little phone number, 608-492-3443. And, again, if you have made it to this point in the show, I thank you very much. If you're on iTunes, please give us a little five-star review. It helps us get noticed just a little bit more. And if you're in the mood for something new and different and weird, Check out my other podcast called Average Joe Show. 
Sayitproductions.com slash Average Joe Show for all your weird, zany, wacky, (laughs) disgusting news. So if that floats your boat, give it a shout out and uh, hopefully we'll see you over there. Anything left to add? Uh, Just don't forget to go to your uh, Stardom Sidem Fantasy Fantasy Football Facebook page because we do have a partnership with that. We kind of forgot to mention that in the last few episodes. But that's something that it's still, it's the off season. There's a lot to discuss in the future and a lot of people have a lot of ideas. So just go go there and uh, we can all do it together. <laughs> yep, it, it's all in the show notes so if you're mm-hmm. unsure everything is there. You can even get Fantasy Fuel swag if you uh, are so inclined. So, <laughs> yeah, if you want a t-shirt or anything like that, yeah, mm-hmm. it's possible. So uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. So thanks for listening and don't forget, stay fueled up this off-season. <laughs>